Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. Aye, aye. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. We have three minutes. We've got less than three minutes to do the introduction to this podcast because then someone will come in and go, Guys, sorry, I booked the studio. Can you get out, please? <laughs> I think the lights change at one o'clock. That's what happens. Oh, Jesus. It turns to the cash machine studio. The lights change to evil. Okay, let's see how fast we can talk and get all the information out about the podcast. Well, we don't really know what's on it, so... <laughs> it was all the best bits all the best bits during the week. Like, all the best bits we did during the week is really good fun. We're going to have time to spare, I think. Uh, we did have Conor Murray this week. Conor Murray was on the show. He talked about, about the fact that he wears a whoop. <laughs> he wears a whoop on his hoop. Dermot Kennedy was on the show because I went to Glasgow and visited Dermot Kennedy and the Dermot Kennedy was on the show on the Monday. Yeah, we also had the massive stars of two films. We had Super Mario Bros. Chris Pratt. Air. Charlie Day. And Seth Rogen. He said geese. <laughs> Then we had the stars of Air, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Chris Messina, Chris Tucker, Jason Bateman, Marlon Wayans. Went to see that film yesterday. It's excellent. You don't have to be a sneakerhead to enjoy it. Is it, like Dave Moore said, one of the best movies you've seen in years? um, Tell the truth. It's very good. I'm not sure it's one of the best I've seen in years. I think that would be a good movie poster. It's very good, but I'm not sure it's one of the best I've seen in years. Dermot Whelan, Today FM. I loved it. Yeah, yeah I really loved it. Do you think it was one of the best movies you've ever seen in years? I thought... I th- See, I have this opinion that movies turned to sh- about three years ago. Hey, you can't say bad words. You can't say podcast. Okay, I can, but I okay, I'll bleep it. Boom! Carl, bleep what I just Fart. said there. You can bleep the S word, Carl. Because we're running out of time. Uh, and then I think in the last kind of year, they've started to get back on track again. And this is what I would say is a solid film. It is very solid. Yeah, I no, went. To, I they're going to go on a poster. They're not going to put solid on a poster. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Well, you... best movie I've seen in years. That's going to be on a poster. Five stars. Forty seconds, guys, and you have to Stellar fill every last second of it. Dave is so excited about the fact that his quote was used on the posters. Have you ever had and a quote on a poster? And he keeps bringing it up you ever every had a time we talk about the <laughs> yeah. film. 25 seconds. Have you ever had a, post, a, a quote on a poster? Yeah, I did. What was your? Uh, it was, 20 seconds. It was for um, for Dancing with the Stars. 15. You always got it dancing on the stars, so that would have been good. <laughs> yeah, and what I said... It? 10. I said, what? What's happening? <laughs> and they put that in quotes. Five. Hard to argue with. Go see Air. The movie's one of the best movies I've ever seen in years. My name's on the poster. It's over. Lights have changed. I'm a hard working man. I wear a steel hard hat. Oh, yeah. You're a hard working man, Will. I was a hard working man yesterday. Unlike you at the weekend, I would suggest to be a hard working man. You're more of a feet up man. I wasn't meant to be. And in fairness, I was for most of the weekend. Myself and uh, my lovely missus celebrated 20 years. Of not killing each other. <laughs> uh, so we had a little weekend in a hotel. Got a, had a gift of a voucher which we used nice. in Power Escort, which was fantastic. And that was all luxury and you know pampering and all that good stuff. But when I got home, and I think I'm not alone because I think the way the weather was yesterday, I think most people with a garden. Probably had a go at it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was that kind of a day, all right. And you know what it was? It was a power washing day. Ooh. So I was a hard working man. <laughs> so I got the old power washer out 
and I power washed my patio and all around the garden and decks and all those kinds of things. So satisfying. I was calling my wife out. Look, look at the difference. Look at the difference. Look at it coming off. We're like, oh my God. So much so, in fact, that when I went to bed, I watched a 44 minute video <laughs> on a man cleaning driveways in a care home. See, I was going. <laughs> <laughs> a romantic your wife is like I married the right guy <laughs> yeah. she's like what are you watching and then within seconds utterly glued ah yeah because I was going to ask you did you do a time lapse on your phone of you power washing because that is one of the most satisfying things that you can do for yourself I didn't realise it was a thing until oh, I delved yeah, deep yeah, into yeah, the power yeah, washing yeah. video world on YouTube and there's just so many accounts like the guy that video I was watching I mean who would watch a 40 minute video power washing the driveway of a care home it's like one and a half million views yeah. <laughs> they're, they're so amazing <laughs> and they are because as you said it's the satisfaction of seeing the dirt come off revealing mm. the former glory and you know if you get it done yourself or if you do it yourself like you're, it's so amazing oh it's so satisfying I couldn't stop kept going to the window my hands on my hips looking out going looks so much better looks like a new garden <laughs> I mean, look, how could it have gotten so dirty? Are you I mean, it's unbelievable. Are you happy with your power washer? Like, were you, oh, were you am, envious of the man? Because, like, well, I'm, I'm not. I don't have power washer envy because of, he had a kind of an industrial, more industrial, powerful yeah. one. But I'm okay with the one I have. However, I was jealous of the extensions and add-ons that I didn't realize that I could get. Like, so, so there's a many. disc one you can get That's for cleaning the one I patio. Want. That's what I want. Yeah, but I don't it, have that one. It's like, you know those things that you see guys cleaning like uh, shopping center floors with, whatever. No, yes. it's not that because that's a big, huge machine. But like it's the home version of that and that on a patio going around oh. in a circle. It looks like, you know, it reminded me of, it reminded me that if you got your rubbish robot Hoover, Trevor. Trevor, and put a stick on him. Uh, yeah, it looked like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want there's a window attachment that you can wash the windows. Oh, God. Like, yeah. it's, it's like a, a brush and a squeegee and stuff. Yeah. And then there's one I think you can get for getting, like, moss off roofs, which I want as well. <laughs> oh, I, I could. That would be helpful for my pergola because what I do is I take the power washer upstairs, out the window. Open the window, and I power wash. Out the window and down. Where? How does the hose? Where does the hose in attach the bathroom? To? You attach the hose to the, the tap. tap in the bathroom, and then. What kind of attachment do you use to stick a hose onto a house onto a bathroom tap? The one in the bath, not in the sink. Like the sink is kind of a stupid fancy one. The one in the bath is just like a, like a finger of water. So, it just so goes much. I did not know that the world of is a carter. Have you got a carter? Actually, can I ask you this? Because I want to ask the world. I'm actually doing an Instagram collab with this company and I have to email them I've emailed them over the weekend to go is it Karcher or is it Kierke because obviously they're, they're undeniably German with their umlaut over their A so if you were reading in German you would say Kierke but I don't know if I'm doing if I'm saying their name on my video do I have to go oh I absolutely love my Kierke no they'll just do a Peugeot on it or a All Citroen right. they'll, okay. they'll allow us pronounce Karcher. it the way we want yeah but that's what I have you like better there. hook me up with some of their attachments I'll see what I can get my hands on <laughs> <laughs> were you power washing over the weekend or was it that kind of weekend where you just said spring is here now it's time to get out in the garden you can let us know 
and 087-4100-102. You know we love those voice notes. Get them in. 087-4100-102. Also, if there are any experts, I'm slightly concerned that I may have killed every plant and flower in the garden oh. because you can get a detergent bottle that you put into the top of the power washer mm. and it blends the water with the thing. So all the runoff, I was as I was washing, all the runoff went into the flower beds. So then I was thinking, I just sit lying there this morning at about 5.28 a.m. going, I wonder, how, is that toxic and have I killed all my plants? <laughs> this is Today FM. Dermot Wheeling over the weekend, not only was he watching power washing videos, but he was out power washing his deck and his patio and everything. Did you just do the back of the house? Were you out the front at all? Just did the back. Mm. Uh, just that's all I had the energy for. Still took me a couple of hours to do it. But the front gets very messy. Because it's... Those square slabs with mud in between. Oh yeah, you so got, you got you got and there's muckles all over the windows. <laughs> <laughs> and you got like inch wide gaps in your front garden between the slabs. Yeah, the front yeah. slabs are a disaster. Um, well, you can do it. You you you'll boss it. Now, I watched all of that guy's videos the other night, Dermot. So satisfying. Says a message. Oh, someone See, else. I'm, I'm not the only one watching these kinds of videos. Wendy was onto us as well. Oh my God, lads, I can't believe you're talking about power washers. I'm sitting here having my breakfast, listening to you, looking at my new box of power washers with the little circular thing and everything. And I am so excited to get out there this morning. I've taken a week off to do garden stuff. Yay! (laughs) A week off, Wendy, you absolute legend. Fair play to you. But you just feel so good after doing it. Well, how good would you feel if you did it for a living? Here's Marty. How are you, Marty? How are you, Dave? How you, are you doing? Good. You, you oh, yeah. power wash for a living. For a living, yeah. <sighs> Dermot would love to just follow so, you around the place. Marty, tell me about the attachments that you have. What have you got? So, just just the main, just the main gun. That's all we use. Oh, it's really? A, it's a lot, yeah, mostly industrial stuff, like, you know. Um, and what, um, so it must be super powerful then. You just blast it, away everything. It, super powerful, yeah. They put a hole in tarmac, that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, you okay. wouldn't be washing yeah. the car with it. No, you blow your car down the street. <laughs> and are you doing like huge like car parks and forecourts and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, it's slightly smaller, be like driveways and houses and you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, you are doing that as well? Okay, well, even with yeah. that, that level of professionalism. With that level, yeah, you need it. Well yeah. then, what's the secret, Marty, to doing the driveway, say, at the front of the house, but without blasting your the entire front of the house with all the debris? There's, it's, there's, you can't do it. It's impossible unless you pull a big surround and there'd be no way of doing well, hang on. Can't you do what one listener suggested before, I think, which was work from the front of the house out? Like, uh, you, you, don't yeah, go up the driveway, go down that, the driveway. It still goes everywhere. It'll yeah, still, it's very hard. Apart, apart from where you're standing, it'll go everywhere. Right, okay. <laughs> you're no learning lessons here. Yeah, you I need... it all away at the end of the sign. You definitely learn the lesson that when you're, you go, oh, I'll just spray directly downwards into this pool of mucky water. And goes, <laughs> yeah, and then you wake up the next morning with big lumps of muck in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you're speaking from experience. All right, yeah. Marty, thanks a million for joining us. Best of luck. Just one thing. Go on, yeah. go on, yeah. Oh, it's so therapeutic, I'd say, to see the, the, prog- really therapeutic, the progress. Yeah. yeah. Even to watch it, as you say in the videos, doing it as good as a joy to watch. Like, yeah. Try to do it, you know. Do you want to give your business a plug, Marty? Uh, it's not mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> so screw it. You don't have then. to if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I won't. It's too busy as it is. 
Okay, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I like it, Marty. You know, you know what side your bread's buttered on. All right, thanks yeah. a million. Good luck. Thanks, Bye-bye. Yeah. He uh, doesn't want any more extra no. work. Grace in Terman Fecken says, what about the videos where they clean filthy rugs? I'm mad for a go of it. Oh, my God, they're the best. So there's like a white mm. room. They put a filthy rug down, and they get that round thing we were talking about, the disc thing, but it's like yeah. a carpet version of that. They spray the life out of it first with a power washer. All this brownies will come. Then they use the disc, and it's like... Vroom, and I think it changes like 15 different colors. I'm going to put a rug video on there in a second. Terminal Dave. Playing the music you know. Go for a quick fire question. So Go quick on, fire yeah, questions, quick fire answers. First gig you ever went to? Westlife in the Point. Uh, best gig you've ever been to? Bonnie Vare playing the Big Top in Galway. Best gig you've ever played? If you're asking me like a gig where I came off stage and I was like I was good tonight was uh, a place called The Met in Philadelphia. First song you ever learned to play on the guitar? Uh, that Green Day one. What is it? Time of Our Lives. Oh, sorry. Is that what Amazing. it's called? Yeah. yeah. Another career that you would have pursued if it wasn't music? Football. In any way, I'd be a fucking water boy. Okay, well, here's a question for you then. Would you rather be definitively yeah. the best footballer that's ever lived or definitively the best singer that's ever lived? Singer. Tell me this is all for nothing. I can only tell you one thing. On the nights you feel outnumbered, baby, I'll be out there somewhere. I see everything you can be. I see the beauty that you can't see On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere Most ordered takeaway? Thai food. Thai food. Yeah. Favourite song that isn't yours? Shine by David Gray. Best radio duo in the world where one of them is called Dermot. (laughs) Is it Dermot and Dave? Yeah, yeah, it must be. It's a shoo-in. I'm glad to hear it. And the final question I have for you is actually Dermot just out of nowhere the other day on, I think it was Tuesday, yeah. said he thought he'd be really good at playing the saxophone. Right, yeah. He's never picked up a saxophone. He's like, he just goes, I think I'll be really good. And it's, it's, it's grown legs. Yeah. We're go- we've bought him a saxophone, a pink one. Yeah. Pat Short, comedian, actor, sure. and, yeah. now, and saxophone player, I don't know if you knew that. He's oh, gonna, no, he's going to teach him how to play the saxophone. All right. He wanted to know, is there anything you think, having had no experience of it, you just think, I'd be really good at? I do. I think I'd be a good coach. Like a sports coach. Oh, football, yeah, sports yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I could rally people. And, okay. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tactically, can you vision, you see what no, you're doing? No, it would be all. You'd have, you'd have a coach. It would be all that, emotion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Emotional motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Have you seen the videos of Mikel Arteta in the dressing room doing <laughs> yes, mad stuff? That would be yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, look, well, thank you so much for joining us on Today FM. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Today FM. Bring Dermot Kennedy and kiss me on Today FM. I'm never so sure about those lyrics. I mean, I know what he's getting at, you know, mm-hmm. with all the passion if it was our last kiss mm-hmm. on earth or whatever. But in reality, if both of you thought you were dying, <laughs> the last thing you'd want to do is have a really passionate kiss. So you might maybe get your faces together, but you spend most of the time going, oh, Maybe that's what he really wants. He wants that kind of kiss. I don't know. It's not very sexy, you know, when there's snot pouring down your face and crying your eyes out. I can't. How did it come to this? This is today. There was a load of loud lads hung over to Bejesus coming back from a stag in Edinburgh on my little propeller plane I was coming home on yesterday. (laughs) And at one point during the flight, they obviously had a thing going all weekend where someone would make a fart noise. And then the rest of them, you had to make a fart noise in a particular order. So they just the blame was like, you know, just flying thing, and you hear like, and then someone else would go. 
And I was like, these lads were in their 30s. So I was like, lads, really? And like, all just like, it was kind of funny the first time, and then it just wasn't funny anymore. It was probably them. more hilarious on the way out oh, on I'd the say, stag. Coming so. back, not so funny. Uh, Mick was on to us. How's it going, lads? Um, we got done good by a guy coming door to door doing power washing. He uh, was persistent. He asked me to run door. I said, no, no, it's okay. I do it myself. I do it myself. <laughs> and he kept kept at me, kept at me. He said, no, I do it. I said, no, it's okay. And he goes, no, no, no. Well, look, I'll show you what it's like. I'll show you what it's like. And he went off. Probably going to come back and show me a picture or something like that. But I uh, left him, came outside. And he had power washed a perfect square into my driveway. <laughs> and uh, the rest of the driveway looked absolutely disgraceful. <laughs> so, uh I had to get the rest of it done. <laughs> but the middle of it looked great, so I had to get the rest of it done after that. <laughs> yeah, you got me good. Yeah, that's a smart smart mm. business plan, all right, in fairness. Do a little bit and go, look at that, you can't leave it like that now. How much is it? I don't know, Because those flags always come along, and I'm afraid to get into the haggling part, because you've already lost if you start that. But uh, is well, it no, like, if you, if you they s- charge you like 50 quid to do your driveway, or they charge oh. you it's like 350 well, obviously quid. it would depend on the size of your driveway, but I would say you'd be... You wouldn't be getting out of it. You wouldn't be walking away with like with less than 150 quid. Like Really? I'd say so, yeah. But then you miss out on all the fun of doing it yourself. So it was one of the most satisfying things that you can do. There's your with choice. your life. Yeah. Dermot and Dave. Very quickly, on a different subject, something I wanted to ask you since I saw this movie. In Sausage Party, there's a bag... I know I'm Irish, right? There's a bag of potatoes... Yes. And it says on it, Bag O'Gees. That's the name of the thing. And I don't know, do you know there's a different meaning to the word gee in Ireland? And is that what you were referencing? Or was it completely unintentional? One of the directors is Irish. Okay. Okay. Then he knew. He is who voiced the potato. Okay. And so so just know that. <laughs> but but I assume there's a lot of Irish jokes in there that I did not understand at all. Well, that, that's clarified that for me and for all of our listeners. That's amazing to know that. This is Today FM. Dave, yes. I've worked out that I am... You know the way you love peppers, right? <laughs> you know the way you love peppers. Peppers, yeah, red and yellow peppers. Yeah, you like pepper? No, well, like spicy. Yeah, oh, hot peppers. Hot peppers. Sorry, yeah, okay. no, I do like hot peppers. Well, I discovered that I am to steam rooms, yeah. what you are to hot peppers. Ooh, that you're constantly looking for, for the, the next big yes, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> do, yeah. So, so you you're graduating along a scale well, of I'm in steam a, rooms. A constant quest to find uh, the the hottest, steamiest <laughs> steam room. <laughs> Because, and I found one over the weekend, I was away for the weekend yeah. and, uh, in Power Score. They have, they have an amazing steam room. Like right. it's proper, like it's you sit up high, it's almost too hot. Yeah. You need it to be like just nearly unbearable. <laughs> and that's where you need to be. Because I find that most, most Irish steam rooms are missing the one thing that they all require and that is steam. <laughs> They're just rooms. In fact, a lot of them are just like sitting in a damp bungalow from the 1970s. So, so your your standard steam room is yeah. a bird's eye chili. You know, fiery. It definitely feels different than not being there. There you go. But you're looking for the ghost pepper. I am. The ghost pepper of steam rooms. Okay. And maybe you found a jalakaya over the weekend or a scotch bonnet. <laughs> but you're trying to you're trying to get up to the I ghost keep pepper. going, yeah. So maybe you know of a steam room near you. Is there a California Reaper steam room that you can tell us about? 
And anytime you say, uh, you know, your steam room isn't very hot, like there's literally no steam in it. You, know, you the amount of rubbish excuses you get. You get, uh, oh, you have to come down first thing in the morning, or it just stopped now this minute, or, <laughs> and then half of them are just permanently out of order. Yeah. So they're probably hard to maintain. I would th- imagine that hot cold stuff, man. I can't get enough of it. He's I'd say it. they are. Yeah. That, and how they stop mushrooms growing in them, I don't <laughs> know. Terminal Dave playing the music you know. That's Destiny's Child. They're definitely younger than Spar. We're going to play a quick game now of celebrity, older or younger than Spar. Spar is 60. Okay. I'm going to say celebrity. You're going to say older or younger. We've, we've, we've landed on Madonna. We're playing her after okay. 11. Madonna, we know, is older than Spar. 64 years old. Okay. What about Bill Gates? Oh, he's definitely older than Spar. Older. Six, 67. Robert Downey Jr.? Younger. Older. 57. Ah. Uh-huh. Johnny Depp? Is younger than Spar. I'm going to say older. 59. Oh! What about... I've got them all right so far. Tom Cruise. He's he's older than Spar. Oh, I'm going to say younger than Spar. He's actually a trick question. He's the same age as Spar. Oh! <laughs> you are so good at this game. High five. He is so good at this game. Thank you. Yeah. J.K. Rowling. Younger than Spar. Yes. Cancelled. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne... Ooh, I'm, I'm going to say younger than Spar. I'm going to say late fifties. I'd say he's only fifty. Oh, he's only fifty. He's only fifty. Really? Frank Bruno. Um, Frank Bruno is older than Spar. Sixty-one. Dermot is really good at yeah, this game. Very good. Uh, Jason Statham. Uh, younger. younger. Yeah, he's fifty-five. Uh, Shania Twain. We found out was fifty. I discovered a, a, a Jason Statham film I haven't seen. What? What was it? Um, it's the mechanic the mechanic resurrection it's like the follow up to the mechanic the mechanic 2 basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one Axel Rose from Guns N' Roses older mm, younger than Spar Dermot gets his first one wrong ah! this is Today FM Karen is in Tipperary hello Karen hi guys how are you so is it your laugh someone you know unfortunately it's mine well, go on then. Tell us, tell us about your laugh before we make you laugh. <laughs> um, I try not to laugh out, outside because if you just picture a hyena laughing, <laughs> we're picturing it now. Yeah, and that's yeah. you. And what do your friends say about you? Uh, <laughs> Mutley. <laughs> oh, Mutley the dog. So is it a kind of a? <laughs> go on. Yes. It is quite like a hyena. You should stick around for Dave's bad jokes. It'll really oh. boost his ego. <laughs> Karen, have you any kids? I've one. I'm a little girl. What does she think when you get into a fit of this? <laughs> well, when she was younger, <laughs> when she was a baby, I actually scared her. <laughs> by, by laughing at her? Yeah, by laughing at her. She was just waddling away in the bouncer and then she just freaked out. I scared her. <laughs> and what what will be the things maybe do you watch any comedies or anything on telly that would set you off yeah literally the, the stupid thing that no one laughs at 
<laughs> well, welcome to Dave's Bad Jokes yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, a bit like yours. <laughs> oh, Karen, that's just made my morning. I love it, Ella. That's brilliant. All right, well, look, we'll pass your details on. You never know. Laugh at kiteentertainment.com. You could be, you could be featured on the telly, Karen. Come off this, no way. Karen. Imagine how proud your daughter would be of you then. <laughs> <laughs> she's off she's, she's off again off as well alright Karen nice one go on alright cheers later bye later bye <laughs> we were talking there about mirrors and whether there are like mirrors that make you better looking than you are mirrors that make you feel worse that you don't look as good as you do and Sean our producer You've got a couple of culprits in you. So you've got one in the gym and one at home. Which one is good? No, but see, I was just wondering, is it actually factually correct that certain mirrors make you look better than others or is it just in your head? Because I'll talk you through a few of my real life experiences. Okay? So it. pull your chairs in. So there's uh, in, the gym I go to is beside my apartment block. Right. And on one of the walls there, the, there's a full wall as a mirror. The, the full or the wall you're mirrors. in there, you're like, ooh, yeah, I look so bloody good in this mirror and it makes you like so you're doing your bicep curls you're yeah, looking you're great just like, oh, you're just, you just want to look at yourself all the time then there is a mirror in my hall in my apartment and you could walk past that and you're like oh I look like a foot like even when you think oh, I look good you walk past that mirror and you look awful but wouldn't it be bad if the one in the gym Made everyone look terrible. But <laughs> Nobody that's would work out. And then there's a Dunn's right beside uh, Today FM here in Stevens Green. And if you go downstairs to get your lunch, right, and you have to kind of, this mirror has, you have to walk past it. Mm. So when you strut past this mirror, you're like, whoa, I look like, like Gigi Hadid or something. Because, <laughs> you know, you're like, it, it makes you like really stretched. Right. And then in work, there is two bathrooms. One of them has a full length mirror. And that mirror, when you walk in, you like do your hair and you're like, oh, I'm looking good in the office today. And you could walk into the other bathroom next door and be like, oh, I look all squished. <laughs> so is there a recipe for <laughs> mirrors? Well, I don't know if it's the actual mirror itself, but maybe it's just the lighting where these mirrors are. And it's just it's flattering lighting in the gym, which would make sense. OK. And your hallway. So is- I don't look unbelievably swole when I'm ooh, in the gym. Well, you certainly don't look unbelievably wrecked when you walk past your... You look like a foot, Sean. You're oh, a no, handsome my, boy. My hall mirror. It's like, but I, I do think oh. the, the mirror's construction <laughs> can affect... Because, like, obviously, there's those joke things in, in carnivals or whatever, the house of mirrors, and there's ones that can make you really tall and skinny, ones that can make you really small and, and short or whatever. It makes you feel sorry for the people who grew up <laughs> with the carnival, and they're, like, sitting down miserable at breakfast. They're like, what's wrong with you? Oh, God, I just look so bad this morning. I, like, I looked in the mirror, and I was, like, a foot high, and my <laughs> head eight was, foot like, wide. eight foot fa- wide. And then the other person, I know how you feel. I looked in my mirror this morning, and I was 35 foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do think... The construction of the mirror can can affect, and obviously over time, maybe things can warp and stuff. I don't know if it's all lighting, but I do the lighting has something to do. But there's definitely the actual mirror construction itself that could also affect. But then, how do you know if the mirror, like, just say for example, if I went to a, a furniture shop and bought a mirror, right, and it was just like a standard mirror, how do you know that that's not kind of like making you look taller or, or better, like one of those ones? You don't. But you want to look so into it. I actually one. don't look like I think no, I No, but think about what it will do for your mental health. If you bought a skinny mirror, a good ripped mirror, whatever it would be. Oh, it can't make me ripped, Dave. No, but if you bought that, you'd be like, yeah, walking out of the house every day going, high-fiving yourself, going, I am hot. 
Well, you know. How do you feel about the ones, the change rooms, where you can see yourself from new angles? Do you no, like that one? No, no, no. I only want to see myself straight on, and that's it. You feel like you're Not watching yourself side. like a like a stranger on a bus. And you're Getting like, oh, dressed. My God, that's what I look like. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever look at yourself from a different angle and be like, oh my God, I'm so ugly? <laughs> no, no from the front. I think we need to do a positive no, psychology course with you, Sean. From the front, yeah. And then you catch yourself from like a different angle. You're like... Is that what people have to look at when they see me? Sean's <laughs> right. All mirrors are different. I look in some and be thinking, jeez, I look good. I look in others and I'm thinking, I look like a turnip. Yeah. <laughs> there are definitely mirrors that make you look skinnier, says someone else. Let us know on 87 102 Maybe you can point us in the direction of some good mirrors. Is there anyone selling any? We can get one for Sean's haul and make him have more self-esteem when he walks out the door every day. There's a shop on Grafton Street. I'm convinced the mirror has a little tint on it. So that you look a little bit less pasty when you're looking at yourself. Oh. In a shop like? Yeah, it's like a mirror with built-in fake tan. Mm. Do you think they, that's good? Because <laughs> then you walk around thinking, oh, I'm swole and tanned. And then you're actually <laughs> and <you're> flabby <laughs> and white. This is Today FM. If the revenue are listening, please ignore the following conversation. My son Sam is... He's a wheeler dealer. He's a bit of an only fools. He's a bit of a del trotter. Because <laughs> what he does is he puts a table outside our driveway and he makes a shop and he sells things to the passenger. But we have a lot of foot traffic on our road because people go to the beach and we mm. live kind of around the corner from the beach. He's a bit of a budding entrepreneur. He is. And he's done it, he does it all the time with his friends and they'll... They'll go and they'll buy like a six pack or a 12 pack of not to be sold separately drinks. Uh, they'll buy jellies and they'll sell them out of the, like individually, like one jelly is 20 cent and kids will pay it. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so he completely and utterly canes it uh, in front of the house with his little, uh, his little table. But recently, I don't know if you know, if you have kids of any age, and I know a lot of kids are off and they're listening this week. Prime. We've discussed Prime in the show before. This is the drink from KSI and Logan Paul. It's an electrolyte kind of, you know, hydration drink or whatever. But it is insane how much kids are obsessed with Prime. It costs 15 quid for one drink of it, well, if he, you can get it. Here's the annoying thing. It costs about $2 when it's sold in America. And mm. it costs about £2 when it's sold in the UK, in the official stores that can sell it. But then because you can't get it there... People buy it in bulk, much like Sam does with his stuff, and they sell it at a premium. So 15 quid a bottle is standard for a bottle of Prime. So Sam has seen a niche in the market. And what he's done is he went down to the shops and he bought six one euro, like flat, you know, electrolyte mm. like LucasAid Sport drink, that type of thing, whatever. He bought six of them, came home, poured all six into a jug to make a concoction. <laughs> Then he poured the jug back into the six bottles and then wrapped the bottles in his own labels and is selling crime with a K. Wow. <laughs> Out in front of the house. And when, even when there was potential to bring him to school, he was, I was telling him he's not allowed to bring him to school. So he's selling crime a much cheaper uh, than the 15 euro bottle <laughs> but much more expensive than the actual individual drinks would have cost. So have you tasted crime? I have tasted crime. It's vile. <laughs> if you can imagine, like a, a, a lemon and lime flavored fizzy water is one, um, a Ribena blackcurrant, some kind of orange Lucasade Sport, 
and three others. I don't know. I can't remember what the other flavors were. All mixed in together. So you've got a mixture of is, is this fizzy or is this not fizzy and how much sugar is involved and all of the other things. <laughs> is anyone buying crime? He is raking it. There's really? so many people buying crime. I've seen kids I've seen kids I don't know at, in other parts of where I live walking around with bottles of crime with his labels and drawn labels on them. But I mean, I'm just impressed by his entrepreneurial spirit. As I said, revenue please ignore the fact that he's earning money from outside the house, but he's probably breaching copyright as well. I don't know, crime with a K? I mean, I think he was quite original. He didn't even go for the C. He obviously realises he is committing some kind of a crime, which is why he's called it that. But uh, it just, you know, I'm, I'm impressed and kind of appalled. Like, I'm glad he's showing this kind of spirit, but also I don't think he should be selling concoctions to his friends. As a parent who knows just how filthy children's hands are, anyone who's picked up a remote control in a family home knows what I'm talking about. There's jam, literally, on everything. Is buying a single jelly off a child's shop table possibly one of the most dangerous things this is actually more potentially dangerous than the lab in Wuhan that one jelly fizzing with disease could wipe out an entire neighbourhood what I will say is he puts them from the bag into a bowl but then people come along and they want to choose which jelly they got and that's when the kids are mauling around going the one at the bottom is the one they want and then washed down with a bit of well handled crime (laughs) but like I mean I just have to applaud him he's doing the things as kids that we we all did which is like form a little shop and sell you must have done something like that I remember trying to make my own version of a drink now I just want to warn you all I just when I tell this story I'm going to sound 400 years old (laughs) okay we're here for it there used to be a drink in the 80s (laughs) called Del Rosa now, you are not that much older than me. I don't remember Del Rosa. I, I was it a limerick thing? anyone who remembers Del Rosa. It was essentially a cordial. Okay. But it was kind of marketed as a vitamin C healthy drink before those kinds of things were cool. Okay. And what but it, it, all been... it was was 14 different types of sugar. Like, this was not a healthy drink. <laughs> but it was made out of something called rose hips. What See? Are... Like, what it's a, a rose... plant. Okay. Rose <laughs> hips. It's used in cordial a bit, right. apparently. Okay. So, my friend, myself, and my friend, Morgie Downey. <laughs> hey, Morgie. <laughs> and his brother Ivor. We tried to make our own Del Rosa because we liked it so much. Because our parents wouldn't give wouldn't us enough. Because it. it was too sugary. So we we found some rose hips growing in the hedge. So these are just plants in a hedge. Yeah, and how would you describe them? They're about the size of a big, like the size of a raspberry, except they're quite hard and and shiny. Okay. Anyway, I, we tried to mash them with a bone, a, a bowl. A spoon in a plastic bowl <laughs> with a bone. Oh, Not quite that old. A dinosaur bone. <laughs> anyway, they were very hard and we couldn't mash them and that was the end of it. But I didn't want to tell that story. <laughs> because I sound eight million years old that I, we had to forage for our own treats. <laughs> Something called Del Rosa, which nobody remembers. <laughs> well, do you remember Del Rosa? 
You can let us know at 087 4100 You can also let us know if you ever concocted your own drink or anything and sold it out of a shop outside the front of your house. I don't or if you want to order some crime, uh, just <laughs> call 1-800-300-CRIME. Forward slash bacteria hands. <laughs> Um, I'd love to describe and tell you what colour the Del Rosa bottle was, but unfortunately everything was in black and white. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like watching snooker on telly. Terminal Dave. Playing the music you know. Just had Matt Damon on there from uh, the amazing movie Air along with Marlon Wayans. And uh, God, they're just amazing. And we will have Ben Affleck, Jason Bateman, Chris Tucker and Chris Messina who are all phenomenal in the movie and Ben Affleck directed it as well by the way Breed has been on she says Dave they sounded happy to be interviewed by you (laughs) (laughs) it's a rarity Breed (laughs) this is the most uh, insulting but complimentary message they sounded happy to be interviewed by you sometimes people can sound miserable (laughs) but they were genuinely happy I'm so excited to hear Bateman. I love him. Oh God, I I fanboyed so hard at Jason Bateman. I couldn't help myself. Like, I'm sure, he's just the best. He is the best. And Ozark, he's just uh, absolute does, class does, acting. Does Breed mean that, like, you know, actors promoting movies in general can sound? No, miserable. it's just or anyone they you talk talking to. Me, to yeah, yeah, sounds miserable. <laughs> but not, no, no, not this not time. This time. <laughs> Honestly, you should feel very happy. Thanks, Breed. This. Is today FM. Give us your answers or we'll punch you in the throat. Dear God Almighty. No, we won't. We'll do nothing of the sort. But we will give away 1,100 euro. Sake. You can't, you even, can't even punch a listener these days. Oh, you can. This is woke madness. <laughs> Katie Fleming is from Balbriggan and glad she's on the phone and not in the studio with us. Hi, Katie. Hi, lad. How are you Are you well? Yeah, all good, all good. Good stuff. Um, you working or are you off or what are you doing? Yeah, I'm working in town at the moment. So, uh, now, hang on, you're from Balbriggan, so do you say town meaning Balbriggan or do you say town meaning Dublin City Centre? Oh, Dublin City Centre. That's okay. We used to have a job when I was growing up, we used to call it Big Town. Big Town! <laughs> Big town. Oh, that's cute. Because <laughs> Balbriggan was the town and then Big Town was Dublin. Yeah, we were actually, we were originally famous, then we went scary, now I'm in Balbriggan. So oh, right, okay, okay, okay. Um, when you were a kid and you were coming into Big Town, what was the exciting shop to visit? Uh, it was always Arnott's and Toys R Us and Penny. Mm. Arnott's, yeah. Toys R Us. Where's Toys R Us? It's gone now, I think. Yeah, Where, I think it's gone now. Or it might still be there. It was no, in, there's there's uh, a Smith's and there's one of those other ones on the corner of Jer- not Jervis Street, um, Mary Street. Oh, Toy yeah. Master. Yes. Toy Master is oh, there. Oh, Toy Master. Maybe that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. I always but, remember yeah. when we would go into, into town as kids we'd be brought to McDonald's and it was the only McDonald's there was no other one there was McDonald's on O'Connell Street and that was it and the excitement yeah. of going in to McDonald's like we didn't even have a McDonald's in Limerick what did you have? Burgerland oh god oh. Carl, comedian Carl Spain used to work in Burgerland and he uh, part of his job was dressing up as the burger <laughs> <laughs> I actually I met Carl Spain at Electric Picnic a few years ago and this sounds really strange but he fed my boyfriend a hot dog <laughs> What? You fed him a hot dog? Yes. Yeah, it was really weird. What an was amazing story. Hold on, we need the information yeah, details, around this. More details. Um, can we tell, turn on that music? We need to. Have we got, can we get romantic music? Oh, I get romantic music, yeah. You keep talking. There. Okay, so whereabouts were you in EP when this happened? We were at the food trucks, and he had just come from, um, you know, the, uh, the weird tent with all the kind of electronic music. Okay. I can't remember what it's called. 
Um, but he was dressed in a, he had like all the sparkly gear on and he had a hot dog and my boyfriend had a hot dog and he was talking to us and he just decided to feed him it and it was, it was amazing, it was lovely. So Carl just held out the hot dog he was holding and then just started to gently feed it to your boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> Did your boyfriend enjoy this? I don't know. Well, I did he let Carl <laughs> eat his hot dog? Hey! <laughs> no. no. He kept the two hot dogs for himself. It just, it just happened in the moment. No, whatever happens in EP stays in EP. <laughs> didn't they just broadcast it across the nation to everybody? <laughs> anyway, we should get down to business. MMM, 1,100 euro, Katie. What do you think it stands for? Uh, mesmerizing McDonald's marketing. Oh God, we were just talking about McDonald's. Mesmerizing McDonald's marketing. It couldn't be as mesmerizing as Carl Spain dressed up as a burger for Burgerland. I feel like Carl Spain isn't here to defend himself in terms of (laughs) feeding strange men hot dogs. So uh, Carl, if you're listening, please feel free to get in touch. We'll hear your side of the story. Mesmerizing McDonald's marketing is wrong. Oh, well. Sorry about that, but lovely to talk to you, Katie, and say hi to your boyfriend for us. Are you going to go back to EP this year? Uh, I don't know if I'll go this year, but um, I will see. Oh, do you feel like you're hitting that age now where it's just too messy? A little bit, yeah. I'm going to Pope in June. That'll probably be the the highlight. We'll you're going to what? The Pope? The Pope, yeah. Oh, Pope. Pope. The Pope. Pope. I'm going to see the Pope. You've really calmed no. down. <laughs> I'm not doing electric picnics. You're going to Vatican City for an audience with the Pope. It's just quieter, you know, a bit more wholesome. Uh, Katie. Quieter, yeah. Yeah. Have a great day, Katie. Cheers. Bye. Bye. bye, bye, bye. You heard bye. it here first, guys. The Pope is doing EP this year. <laughs> Main stage. Donny. Hello. Hey, Donny in Lestol, County Kerry. How are you? Well, I'm actually in Dewar. It's a village outside Lestol. What is, what's it called? Dewar. Dewar? I thought it was Dewalt Hand Tools. I was like, that's no, cool. No, no, they sponsor no, no. a whole town. Dewar. How do you spell that? D U A G H. Oh, right. Dua, that's one of those ones you see in a sign you wouldn't know how to pronounce it. I'd go for Dua. But yeah, I love Dua. Wrong. So Dua. Yeah, you're, you're, you're what's called? Yeah, Katie Hannon is actually from there. Oh, Katie Hannon, the broadcaster. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, Tony, thanks for all the info. Let's see if you got the most important info, which is what does MMM stand for? Uh, miniature motorway markers. <laughs> miniature motorway markers? First I'm of using, all, I'm, u- I'm using the clue. The clue, look into my eyes. Okay, so yeah, hang on, oh, let's like go for... Size. Oh, right. So motorway markers are not... You don't have miniature ones of them in your toy set. You're saying that the ones on the motorway, the cat size, are miniature mark- yes. markers. Right. Hold on, we'll just confer. The bicycle. Tchaikovsky. The answer is no. Sorry, Donnie, it's not right. Okay, no matter. Okay, okay, good luck. Have a good one. Bye-bye. 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 And, and Trisha Boyce. Feel. Sorry, oh, Trisha, you'll have to wait. <laughs> running out of a lot of time. How do, running out of a lot of time. <laughs> how, how does everyone feel about the influx of bollards, of those plastic bollards? Oh, for the cycle lanes. Oh. Yeah, they're not even... They're uh, still, sometimes they're just... I hate them. Uh, I hate sometimes them. they're just in the middle of the road. Yeah. yeah. Are just random places. If somebody went, this is what we need. We all, we all need skinny bollards. Somebody is making these things and Amy making Ryan. a killing. <laughs> Eamon Ryan. He's behind it. It's definitely bicycle related. Anyway, they look ugly. They're, they look, don't they? They look, yeah. and, and there's always like six or seven of them missing and one of them is in a hedge. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk to Trisha. Hi, Trisha. 
Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Very well, well in yourself. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Where are you today? How do you feel about the bollards? First? <laughs> How do you feel about them? Do they the bollards? Yeah. Oh, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> Well, you're going to have to have an opinion. B- one B- BBD, bollards, bother Dermot. Um, where are you today, Tricia? Uh, Newmarket and Fergus, County Clare. County Clare, Sean's home county. I was going to say town, but he's not from there. That's right. Yeah. Uh, right, Tricia, down to business. MMM, 1,100 euro. Uh, mesmerizing moments matter. Hang on, sorry, stop interrupting Trisha's answer with your silly... <laughs> I know he's booing Newmarket on Fergus. Sorry, I just hate Newmarket. No, stop now. Just let Trisha get her answer out. What part of Newmarket? Are you Stonehall or the village? or uh, Outside the village. What part? Like Not there's... Ballycar, direction? Oh, I know Ballycar. Do you? Yeah. Have you got a GAA club? Newmarket. In the market, yeah. Oh, okay, that covers the whole area. Yeah. I feel like Sean and Trisha should have this conversation on their own time. You know, <laughs> What's your favourite part in your market? What's Mine's out by again? the honk. Out by the honk. What's the honk? It's a pub. A pub called the honk. Yeah, cash only, right behind the airport. There's actually yeah, a 30th okay. there on Friday night if anyone wants to come. <laughs> Are you going, Sean? On uh, Friday. This is the 30th yeah. and the hunk. Yeah, it's my friend Aaron's 30th. There you go, Trisha. Get down to meet Sean Reedy. <laughs> yeah. He ran the Paris Marathon at the weekend. This oh, is, well, <laughs> none of this is important. <laughs> Trisha needs to win money, lads. <laughs> well, what's your, okay, shh. What's your guess? Uh, mesmerizing moments matter. Mesmerizing moments matter. Look into my eyes. Mesmerizing moments matter. What time did Aaron do in the morning? Yeah, can we just uh, make sure no one comes to his party? <laughs> okay. Well, she did a really good time. It was like 3.40 something. That's ridiculous. Under four hours. Yeah. For a yeah. half marathon. Oh, for a full one. <laughs> but just don't come to the party. Trisha. Yeah. Hi, it's Dave here. I'm trying to cut it's through Dave, the nonsense. How are you doing? Go on, Trisha. <laughs> Trisha, I'm sorry to say that you're wrong. Aww. But I'm delighted to say that we've had a great time chatting to you. <laughs> And I'm going to play some Backstreet Boys now and I'm going to reprimand these messers across the desk from me for their bad behaviour. So have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye. 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 You you asked them how long it took in the marathon. I was only messing at that point, yeah. yeah. Uh, So you mentioned the party. Here's the Backstreet Boys. Sure, look This is Today FM. We've got a voice note in. No name on this one. We went on holidays. A couple of people from Dublin came along. And one of them would be like one meter away from them, and they'd be yelling, like, "Oh my God! Did you see the match? Oh my God! It was so good! Oh my God!" <laughs> and then two of them would be on the balcony, and then uh, one would be on a balcony, and the other would be on a balcony right next to him. Oh my God, Dave! Look down at the pool! Did you see it? <laughs> Say so the suits of music. Annoying holiday families are actually real. Dermot and Dave playing the music you know. Okay, well, listen, I have to wrap, Ben. Thank you for making this movie. Hey, I know it's friends, they're, they're telling me I gotta go. Don't listen to, to them. Don't listen to them. I got more questions. You f***ing <laughs> bastards! Why do you keep me out? Why should let me in? As a come back. You were here for last year. Come back for more. Bring Chris. We'll have some fun. And DNA. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Thank lads. Thank you very much. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Was so, he calling you an effing bastard? No, no. He was. He was calling. He was just doing his all of his Irish accents at once, and, and it's not bad. It's mm, like in a shouty 
It's very Boston Irish, which obviously makes sense. Like, That's where he's from. But I think he'd get a part in Banshees. Yeah, you possibly. Yeah, it's that kind of Banshees too. But he was calling, he was just shouting the effing bees who won't let him back into the country. So I don't, I don't know who you are, maybe the people, the customs people at the airport. Let Ben Affleck back in. This is Today FM. OMG, says a text on 87 I've been in love with Jason Bateman since Silver Spoons when he was like 14. Oh yeah, I remember that. It was Jason Bateman, the kid in Silver Spoons. No, no, hang on. There was Ricky Schroeder. Yes. No, but there was a second edition. Or Jason uh. Bateman might have actually been his friend in Silver Spoons. Yes, I think you're right. He was his friend. He was the friend who came in. Silver Spoons was a, a show ki- aimed at kids, and it was a really, really rich kid. And what made him so famous was that he had a train that went around his house on this track. Like room to room. But you could sit on the train. Yeah, big enough train that you could go. Every kid just went, I need that in my life. It was such a great TV show, Silver Spoons. But yeah, Jason Bateman was his friend in that. He was also in Little House on the Prairie. He was in, obviously we mentioned Teen Wolf 2 to Jason Bateman and he said, bless me for mentioning that. But I loved him in Teen Wolf 2. I love those two movies, Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf 2. Do you um, remember the theme tune to Silver Spoons? No, but Ricky Schroeder was a Silver musician. Silver Spoons together, you and I. Something that like right? that. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it had proper music and stuff. Oh, hang on, here we go. Come on, internet. We'll really have to change from dial up. <laughs> oh. Why is it so? Here we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons. Hoping to find we're two of a kind. Make it a go, make it grow together. Can you see Jason Bateman's face in that video? I'll tell you now. There's his mom. His mom was Erin Gray, who was, was she, she was someone else. She Wonder Woman? No. Leonard Lightfoot was in it. Good song. Who's the, Joel Higgins as Edward Stratton III. I'll tell you who Erin Gray was. One. Because I had a childhood crush on Erin Gray. Because obviously she was the hot mom in in Silver Spoons. Yeah. But she was also Buck Rogers' girlfriend. That's what she was Colonel Deering. Colonel Deering. Please move on. (laughs) (laughs) We need to move on, says our producer. Come on, granddads. We'll move on to the next Stop talking about the ancient TV shows. Which says, uh, Ben Affleck swearing like that reminds me, uh, if a kid at the table tennis table coaching that called me a, I'll be careful now, Fupping bagstered. All I could do was laugh because he said himself, it's not a curse word, says Stephen in Sligo. A foraging bastage was one that <laughs> a guy used to uh, use all the time on film sets when I worked with him. Okay, come on. Foraging bastage. Congratulations on the Six Nations yeah, Grand Slam God. win. And we could get a studio round come of applause. You, wow. you lifted the whole country. It was just brilliant. Did you enjoy the experience? Uh, I did. I, it was um, it was the best one yet. Like uh, obviously at home, at home in the Aviva uh, on Paddy's weekend against England. You, I don't think I you could write a, write a better. Uh, it's so good. Uh, like, and we were very lucky a few years ago, obviously with the the Grand 
France and away to England on Paddy's Day, but at home is um, it's a different animal. Um, you know, I've never and I've spoken to the players about it. Like I've never had nerves like it. Um, really, you'd usually be nervous before a game, but. Yeah, just uh, trying to eat the pre-match meal in the hotel. You could see everyone just kind of slouched over, just trying to get it into them. And just because you were kind of aware, you were definitely aware of the potential celebrations and the, you know, you knew there was stuff planned in the background that we weren't aware of, you know, the next mm. day and, and, and whatever. And uh, the pressure to do it at home was, um, it was, it was immense. So I think it was only really the last five, ten minutes when we were, we were, about seven or oh, above seven points uh, in the lead where you could you know we couldn't be caught and then you, you, you the game is still going on but you're captain eyes with your, your teammates and you're mm. kind of smirking as if you you know look we've done it we've well, done it and then um, yeah how do you amazing, stay focused amazing. on that you know when you when you do when you are aware that you're experiencing you know some nerves and for good reason as well there's a lot a lot balanced on it yeah. how do you how do you approach that when you're on the pitch then to try and keep your your head in the game yeah, I, I think um, Johnny uh, hit the nail on the head early in the week. Like, we, we're very open in terms of you know, like it is. We said that we wanted to win a Grand Slam at home. We said at the start of the uh, the training camp, and when it came around to it, when we got through the first four games, and we knew that the, the kind of enormity of the week, we we spoke about it. We were like, we just said, look, it's nothing changes for us. I suppose as as kind of cliche as it sounds, we just have to go out and play rugby and play the play the game plan and. You know, it's in a week like that. It's about you know getting all your family's tickets sorted early, giving jobs to other people, and because every every man and dog wanted to go to the game, and you people you hadn't heard from in a long time looking for tickets, and it's just um, getting all that out of the way, and then just trying to remember. You know, we just we just have to. We're you know thankfully we're we're a decent side. We just got to prepare as well as we can as as well as we can and, and play play as well as we can and, and leave it all out there and, yeah. Um, yeah those weeks are hard they're harder than any week because you know mm. there's there's a lot going on outside outside your control I suppose so just again cliche just control what you can it makes sense you, you did mention yeah. uh, the, the potential celebrations and things that are going on outside of your control of course but that are planned mm. or whatever I do remember there was a it must have been a Grand Slam or a World Cup or something but there was English had printed shirts that's obviously yeah. and, and everyone would like you know whether you win the Champions yeah. League in soccer or you win mm. the Six Nations or the Grand you have the shirts yeah. for the Champions but unfortunately the, the images of the English ones leaked and everyone's yeah. like uh, you lost man uh, you know so what I mean? embarrassing, so, yeah. totally embarrassing I know they, they, yeah, they, like, they're obviously there they're printed and signage and all that and you know thankfully they got to come out of the cardboard box and not shipped off somewhere <laughs> listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com Dermot and Dave weekday mornings from 9 on todayfm